Welcome to Nale Yoga, the podcast with Yoga Nidra journeys for deep rest and more. I'm Ruthie Eisenberg, and I'm grateful to be here with you. Today, we're going to talk about what the practice of Yoga Nidra is all about, and I'll give you a brief intro into how it all works. So imagine that you're lying down comfortably on your back in a resting pose called Shavasana and listening to a facilitator's voice on a guided audio. The only thing that you have to do is lie still and stay awake. Sounds pretty simple, right? Well, Yoga Nidra is actually a lot more than what meets the eye. Yoga Nidra is also known as yogic sleep, and it puts you in an altered state of consciousness where the body gets the benefits of deep, restorative sleep, while the mind remains awake and aware. In fact, 30 to 60 minutes of yoga nidra is the equivalent of 2 to 4 hours of regular sleep because it activates the theta and delta brain waves, which account for the deeper rejuvenation. And I don't know about you, but that sounds really amazing to me, especially if you're a sleep-deprived parent or working, burning the midnight oil, Now, yoga nidra is not a replacement for regular sleep, so don't think that you can just get away coasting along on yoga nidra, but if you're already sleep-deprived, then it can definitely optimize the limited sleep that you're getting. How does yoga nidra work exactly, you might be wondering? Yoga nidra generates a state between sleep and wakefulness where your body is relaxed and your mind is relaxed also, your consciousness is open, and from this receptive and flexible state of being, a lot of really good things can happen. So you can begin to quiet the noisy chatter of the mind, you can safely witness the physical and emotional feelings as they arise, and begin to release the core beliefs that are deeply rooted impressions, which may be holding you back from living your best life. Now, by doing this, we can begin to repattern our programming, opening the door to increased clarity, creativity, energy, higher consciousness, and all that other good stuff that we all want. So in modern terms, it's literally like updating your computer, you're organizing your files, and clearing the clutter that you no longer need. This begins with setting your intention otherwise known as sankalpa in Sanskrit or kavana in Hebrew. Your intention is your innermost wish or desire. It's your resolve. In the beginning of the practice, you plant your intention like a seed in the ground. And at the end of the practice, you return to it when the body and mind are relaxed and allow it to permeate into every fiber of your being. Now, once an intention is planted, it cannot be unplanted anymore. It's like sending an email out to the universe. Once you hit that send button, you can't unsend it anymore. And as the great yoga teacher Swami Satyananda said, anything in life can fail you, but the sankalpa made during your yoga nidra can never fail you. So it may take some time, but... With patience and care, your sankalpa, your intention, your kavana will definitely grow to fruition. And for more on choosing an intention, 
You can listen to the recording on that topic, but what's most important here is that you are the only one who can set your intention, put it out there in the universe within your mind, and see how it comes back to you in your life. Now, physiologically speaking, yoga nidra is like hitting the reset button on your whole system. It activates the body's natural healing response, and it helps with regulating heart rate, blood pressure, regulating your hormones, releasing stress hormones, reducing muscle tension, regulating your circulation, and pretty much optimizing the functioning of every system in your body. So as a byproduct, yoga nidra can help with reducing anxiety, depression, addiction cravings, and a host of other ailments. Not to mention, yoga nidra is actually very good for insomnia because it can help you improve your sleep after the practice or during your practice if you fall asleep during your practice. So if counting sheep is not your thing, then definitely give yoga nidra a try. Keep in mind, though, that the benefits of yoga nidra accumulate with time and practice, just like exercising in a gym. So the more you practice, the more results you're going to see. Now, let me caution you that it can actually be very hard to stay awake, especially if you're really tired. So don't feel bad if you end up falling asleep. I can't even tell you how many times I've fallen asleep during yoga nidra, only to wake up at the end after it was all over. And the good news is that even if you do fall asleep, the practice is going to continue working uh, for you on the subconscious level. So worst case scenario, you get a good nap. So think of it as a win-win situation. You either get to sleep like a log unconsciously or you get to sleep like a log consciously. Yoga Nidra can be practiced at any time. Although I do recommend aligning the time and purpose of your practice. So if you're using Yoga Nidra to help you fall asleep, then it's best to practice around bedtime. If you're using it for mental clarity or for therapeutic purposes to process emotions, then it's best to practice during the day when you're more likely to stay awake. However, one thing is for sure, there's no wrong time to practice Yoga Nidra, except maybe like when you're driving or trying to take care of your kids or you know what I'm trying to say here. So now that you're more familiar with Yoga Nidra, I invite you to close your eyes and open your mind. If you enjoyed this content, I invite you to subscribe, like, share, or follow. Your support is greatly appreciated and enables me to continue bringing more free Yoga Nidra to the world. Until next time.